You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps the Network's Talking Wrestling. And I'm your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us today on the podcast. But before we get to the podcast, you know what we got to do? Hit us up on all those social media outlets. Can you do that for us, please? Just do that a little bit, you know? Uh, Twitter, at TNWPod. On the Instagram, we are at Talking Wrestling Podcast. On the Instagram, we are at uh, Talking Wrestling on Facebook. We are Talking Wrestling on Spotify. Uh, we are Talking Wrestling on Apple, iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. Favorable rating, five star review helps grope the grow helps grow the show. I almost said grope the show, but uh, it does that too. It gives us a nice little tickle, and we like it, um, folks. That's pretty much everywhere: Instagram, Spotify, Facebook. Uh, Twitter, if there's anywhere else that you know that you can tell me, just let me know. Maybe we're on Stitcher, I don't know. But uh, yeah, we are excited to be here for you right now. And right now, over six feet away, in another place, at another time, in another suburb of Toronto, it's my co-host with the most, Reese Turner! Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. What's up? Not too much. Not too much. Just some, you know, just uh, the monthly wrestling show. And we got a big mm-hmm. one. We got it stacked with a lot of stuff to talk about. That's we got it. we got Dynamite happening last night or the other night. We got Raw 30, Triple X. Was not really Triple X. Uh, not like it used to be. Um, we got zero penetration. Exactly. Still no penetration. Not even into the steel cage, which we were you denied. You can't call it triple X unless there's at least penetration. There was no penetration of the DX faction in any way. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, of course, uh, Jay Briscoe's passing. We uh, have to mention that unfortunate incident. Uh, we will talk about that. Uh, PWI came out with their uh, issue of the uh, top tags, top tag teams, and um, you'll be interested to see who's uh, number one. I'll probably be you already know. Uh, not only that, um, yeah, Dynamite, Ra- Raw, uh, Royal Rumble this weekend, the Royal Rumble, the Royal Rumble. You know, so much to talk about. Uh, let's get into it. Let's just get into the Raw 30. Can we get it? Uh, did you watch Raw 30, Reese? Yeah, I watched I watched Raw 30. I, I watched it. We could, let's call it Raw 30. No Raw Triple X. There was 30. nothing Triple X about it. There was Not no a se- thing. There was no bra and panties match. No there was, sex. There was no uh, rated R superstar having sex with Lita in the middle of the ring. No, none of that. Not there- even an appearance from Vin Diesel, Mr. Triple X himself. <laughs> Well, he's still feuding with The Rock. I'll also tell you there was no, um, there was no suckets. There was from DX. There was no suckets. 
Um, no suckets. No suckets. No daddy ass. We already know that. There was no daddy yeah. ass. There was a cool Kurt Angle, though. What a guy. What a guy. You know what? Um, first of all, the DX segment of Raw 30, you knew there had to be one. Oh, my yep. God. I'm surprised we didn't get a montage of bringing up the fucking tank again. That is not <laughs> a tank. It's uh, a Jeep, damn it. Yeah, so uh, tanks for that, WWE. And um, But let's talk about the Raw, the, the segment, the DX38. The DX25, I mean, the Raw 25 segment, we got we got to see all of DX come out and just um, beat up Terrible. the Revival, the FTR, yeah. the Revival, yeah. the best tag team in sports at that time, probably still are today, uh, arguably, and um, it was just insane. Like, And everybody knows from that story that DX were nothing but dicks to the Revival. Uh, they all did their finishes on them. Uh, the only one to thank them afterwards was uh, X-Pac because he's fucking cool. And, yeah, um, yeah but that didn't – when the, I saw Walter, and I do call him Walter. I know he is uh, somebody else now. Olaf or some shit. I don't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it his name is. It doesn't matter. The Imperialum or the Imperialism or I don't know. The the Imperial system. The Imperial the imperial Troopers. Uh, the the, or or the, the Germans. Um, the Germans! Yes. They're coming, even though he's from Austria, I think. Austria? Um, They came in, and I was like, oh, no, they're not going to fucking DX job out Walter, are they? And uh, Or Gunther. And uh, I was worried that they were going to do it. All get to do their finishers on him and fucking ruin him. But they didn't. They were all afraid of him, as they should be. Degeneration. Listen, DX were never the tough guys. Their their faction was never the tough guy faction. The click. So the fact that they're the click were filled with a, tough guys. That's that's a tough guy faction. But <laughs> DX was never that faction of tough guys. So <clears throat> to finally see them acting properly is good. I like how they all backed down and they didn't want to do it. And you thought, oh fuck, for sure Hunter will do it, but they didn't do it. And I was very happy with that. And all throughout the night, you I saw... I like that they tried to get Kurt Angle to do it. Kurt will do it. No, Kurt's not insane. Um, yeah. the, all through the night, there were legends splattered. They started with Hulk Hogan, which to me, Hulk Hogan was a late ad. He must have needed a favor or something because I don't associate Hulk Hogan with Raw. Neither do I. No, because Hogan, I don't. So, and this is the thing I think, like a lot of us older fans don't, because like he's a Saturday Night Main Event guy. That's exactly uh, what he is. But, but he did appear on Raw for a stretch there in that comeback run around WrestleMania 18 and shit. Oh, of course, I remember when he but came he just, in with yeah. the NWO. Of course, yeah, I just obviously, never really associate him either with Raw either. But however, one of the greatest Raw moments. Definitely in Montreal's history was the night after the WrestleMania in Toronto, oh, where Hogan Hogan went into Montreal and they gave him like what a six minute standing ovation. It seemed almost like as good, almost as good as what we did in Toronto for the Hulkster. Yeah, because we lost our damn tops that night. Like we, I remember not being able to speak for weeks after that. Insane, insane. Yeah. 
So so Hulkster came out. The mic cut out on him. Uh, probably Mark Henry was working the soundboard backstage. And uh, he, he snuck in and unplugged him because I don't like Hulk Hogan. He says bad things. Also, I'm tired. <laughs> Are you ready for the main event? Um, there was, uh, yeah, uh, Jimmy Hart was there. JBL was there. Ted DiBiase had a funny sketch where he took their money. It's a poker then, game, IRS. poker game, and then IRS came in. Uh, Pay your taxes. There was a segment between... Um, Undertaker and Bray Wyatt, which was yeah. which was very exciting for people. And yeah, then, he leaned in. He and, whispered. He whispered into Bray Wyatt's ear. He said, "Did you wash your ass today?" <laughs> That's what, is that what said. you thought he said? I don't know what he said. What I thought he said, he said um, "Can you get your dad to do my taxes?" Ah. You know. And then later on, sure enough, he showed up rotundo, and he was like, "Do your taxes." Which sure. was great. Sure. Um, uh, I, I, before The Undertaker even came out, I said, oh, no, The Undertaker's retired. I, I was like, but you know what? I would love if they sent out The American Badass. He and then all of a sudden, the logo American came on. Badass, yeah. And then they started the Kid Rock, which I don't know if Kid Rock was the original American Badass song because I do remember him coming into like uh metallica or like hey hey I'm no because no because because that kid rock version of the song steals that ver- shit from the metallica song in that song <clears throat> oh okay that's why i remember yeah, he that. literally they like kid rock literally has chunks of metallica in that song and metallica was busy suing music fans for napster to not notice kid rock just being like this I'm just going to take your big big song here and I'm just going to take it and make it mine now. It's sampling. It's, it's just sampling. It's, we're not you know, all you were doing is sampling the music. That's all I was doing. I was, I was going to give it back. I was going to give it back. It's just sampling. <laughs> um, so The Undertaker came out, did a little segment with Bray Wyatt. Kind of gave him the little uh, pat on the head. So maybe Bray Wyatt will get to go away. This nighttime match with L.A. Knight and Bray so Wyatt. Dumb as fuck. <coughs> is Sorry this not just a re- What is this? A blindfold match? What is the it's lights out match? That's what it's going to be. Have you ever seen the movie Hear No Evil, See No Evil with Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder? Yes. You know at the end where there's the blind gunfight? Yes. And the That's where- what this is going to be. It's going to be a blind fist fight. Three o'clock. The we're going to be able to see. One o'clock. My one o'clock. <laughs> And he's just hitting me. It's going to be hilarious. I'm expecting a Jake the Snake Roberts, Rick Martel, WrestleMania, bags over their heads match where they can't even feel each other in the ring. And then they bump into each other. There's a DDT and it's over. Like, it's going to be horrible. Do something like that. You got to do. Yeah, you, you, I mean, Bray Wyatt needs to win. It needs to be fast and it needs to be violent. Now, who do you like? Um, oh, by the way, I was upset that we didn't get the Bailey Becky uh, steel cage match. I don't know how I already said that, but I was upset that I was looking forward to that match. They cut it for time. Bullshit. We needed to go to that fucking poker game twelve times. Uh, of course, of course. I'm surprised there wasn't a food fight at some point. Or show Brock Lesnar for some reason destroying Bobby Lashley again. 
Let Bobby Lashley live, Brock. No. Nope. God damn it. No, nope. Brock is Brock, and Brock. No, Brock, Brock should Brock. be going after Brock. the biggest belt. He should be going after the biggest belt, not the fucking United States title. That's not Brock. Brock's a big time main event guy. I hated it. Is I Brock the music hit? I was like this. No, go back home, Brock. Go back to Saskatchewan. Be a good Canadian boy. Is Brock going to be in the Rumble? Do you think I he'll be in the Rumble? I hope not. <laughs> okay, here's who's in the Rumble so far. Yeah. Okay, here's the list, and you tell me. Now, this is only some of them. This is only half of them. Only half. It's only half of the. This is only half of the list is released for the men's rumble. Kerry and Cross, good Canadian boy. Uh, Ray Mysterio. What Ray Mysterio? Ray, he's coming back. He's because he's got to fight Kerry and Cross or something, right? I don't know. Uh, Santos Escobar. I don't know. Baron Nonareal Corbin. I don't know who that is. Braun no, Strowman. Okay. Almost is back. Okay. Sheamus. Drew okay. McIntyre. Okay. Gunther, a.k.a. Walter. A.k.a. Hitler. Everybody's favorite, Austin Theory. Um, Seth freaking Rollins. Bobby yeah. the Body Lashley. Rick O'Shea and Kofi Kingston. Oh, great. Fuck. He's doing his spot, baby. Stop it, Kofi. He's going to bock it. He's going to botch it again. It. I, I don't like Kofi even, Kingston, but I like, yeah, we don't, don't need to see him do this anymore. I don't even want him doing it. I, I don't. Him to win. I want him to win the Rumble. No. And like Cody that. Rhodes. With Cody Kofi Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Good for Cody. So. Uh, give me your top three predictions. Uh, who's going to win the male rumble? Give me three names. Or maybe we should go one for one. Yeah, let's go one for one. You go first. All right. I'll say, uh, I'll say, uh, I'm going to say somehow, some way, uh, Sami Zayn. Actually, yeah, that's. Accidentally That's my wins. first pick. Actually, is Sami Zayn. Okay, you you can have you can have Sami Zayn because he's from Montreal. I'll give you Sami Zayn. Ah, uh, boy. So you say Sami Zayn. Yeah. I gonna... think it's gonna get down to like three left. I think it's gonna be like, uh, is Kevin Owens gonna be in it? If he is, uh, he'll be the one of the last three. It'll be him, Solo Sokoa, and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's gonna dump them both over to win. Okay. Okay, I like that. That's my number one, number one pick, Sammy Um, my okay, I also like Sammy, but I'll go against you, Sammy. If I'm saying Sammy, and I will say, uh, well, obviously, my choice is uh, is The Rock. I've said The Rock is going to be against Roman in WrestleMania. I know they're starting to say it's not going to happen, but I have been saying that this was going to happen for two fucking years now. And I can't go back out. I can't back out. So I'm going to say the easiest way to get to the Rock and Roman is just have the Rock win the Rumble. Come in at number 30, maybe 28, throw a bunch of people out, and then fucking maybe throw out Solo, the last guy, or, you know, have him throw out the Usos or something like that. And uh, yeah. so then the bloodline is super – because I'll tell you right now, the bloodline is 
the best piece of storytelling that the WWE has done in a long, long, long time. And this has been running for a long time as well, the Bloodline storyline. For a while now, yeah, for, for, for a while now. So, because um, there is way, there are ways where, you know, this is the rumble, but on the road to WrestleMania, I don't know if you know this, Reese, but uh, there is a road stop in a little town that you might know. What's it called? Montreal. And I'll be there, baby. So we don't know what happened. You know, like Roman has two belts. Yeah. Sammy might go over in the elimination chamber. Or maybe Owens might go over in the elimination. Who knows? Who knows? But that will factor into the bloodline storyline I'm expecting. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, this is. Like you said, it's some of the better long-term storytelling that WWE has done in fucking forever. Well, I found for- that this this segment though this week was a little rushed. The trial of Sami Zayn. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was so funny. I know it, it worked. It worked, but it, it you know it was it was a little bit because they were supposed to do that other thing that didn't pan out. But it was um, good. Can now like yeah. Jimmy, Us, uh, who Jimmy was, and Jay. Well, one of the the one who was against Sammy the most. Jay. Jay is the one who took up and got his back. Yeah. And that is family. It was such a good segment. It was so good. Yeah. You know, hey, hey, listen, they're killing it. Because, like, because when you're watching it. it, it's like, fuck. Like, when they did all these finishes, was this all, like, did they have this whole thing planned out? Or is this just the fact that they lucked out to all these little things that they could show? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but like that is like I'm like fuck. This is some long term storytelling, which is exactly Great. what we love. Um, yeah. So but so now, Sammy. Now I'm going to ask you to tell me another story in the WWE. Well, hold on. Oh well, well. Another <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure Seamus and Drew McIntyre. Are Seamus and Drew McIntyre are fighting somewhere? I'll tell oh, you 100%. that. But like wrestling promotions, in my opinion, lately have only been ever capable of telling one compelling story at a time. Yeah, yeah. And it's like no... it's crazy because there's like they've, in my opinion, I might be wrong, but in my opinion, they've kind of botched the Bray Wyatt return. Mm-hmm. This thing has been fucking. I was they're dragging it out, dragging it out. Fuck, man, all of this, and I don't care about I don't care about LA Knight anymore. Yeah. Than I did before. Like this is supposed to make him as well. I'll like, tell you, LA Knight care. does not make my heart surge, as in Eli no. Surge. Was that his name before Eli Surge or something? Like I that? don't fucking know. He looks like somebody's uncle. He looks like Eli Serge. You know, somebody. Eli Serge. That's my uncle, Uncle Serge. Um, he looks like he could play Elias's younger brother, Ezekiel. <laughs> <laughs> um. Who's your second choice for the Rumble? So you said Sammy. I say I say The Rock. Go ahead. Yeah. Your turn. Number two. Oh, number two. I think it's going to be like, okay, there's a reason why you've been keeping Bobby Lashley out of that United States title. So Bobby Lashley is going to be my outside shot. All right. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, my number two, John Cena. We don't know what's going on, but there no, is... He wrestled his match. <laughs> no, no. There is, the, the, the WWE 
2K23 is coming is coming out, and there are there are three different covers. There's right. one of them is The Rock, and two right. of them are John Cena, You're which right. means John Cena is going to have a big year. And you know what? If they cannot get The Rock for WrestleMania, they're talking about Stone Cold. We did that last year. We're not doing yeah. it this year. No. The biggest actor to ever come from the WWE right now? Sorry, Black Adam, but you got fired. Meanwhile, Peacekeeper <laughs> is locked and loaded for another fucking season. So guess what? That puts John Cena as the number one actor right now. And John Cena versus fucking Roman Reigns in the main event at WrestleMania in Los Angeles, Hollywood, baby. That's a fucking match that people are going to want to see. That's what he's saying. John Cena. That's my number two. I love it. Who do you got number two? I gave you just gave you my number two. Who yeah? My outside my outside pick. My outside pick was number two. All Bobby right. Lashley. Bobby Bobby eyebrow tattoos. Lashley. Now McHenry and I, my roommate McHenry, we have twenty dollars yeah. riding on this as on our top three. We each gave our top three. Um yeah. of course my, my top three were The Rock and Cena and Sammy. However, you took yeah. Sammy. So I'm gonna take Jeff's number three, who was Cody Rhodes. He seems to think that Cody Rhodes is going to win it all. So I'm going to go with Cody Rhodes because Jeff is smart when it comes to wrestling. And um, and Cody Rhodes. you got to remember also, there are two, the two titles. There are two titles. Yeah, not just yeah. one title. It's not unified. There's not one belt. There are two titles. Is Roman going to have to do, what if Roman has to do double duty at WrestleMania, first and last match? A thousand percent. That'd be great. Wouldn't be it's great. two nights? First night of night first, one, that, second well, last night of match two. Yeah, first yeah. night of night one, the last match of night two. Roman Reigns defends twice. Fuck, that's awesome. I don't, like Cody Rhodes, I love I love Cody Rhodes. Uh, that's a great pick for your number three because he was also going to be my number three. So now I've got to pick somebody new. Uh, <clears throat> solid pick with Eric Cody. So I think my well, there's third a pick. lot of great guys in there in the in the Royal Rumble still, and there's some and you can come up with anybody that's. You know, like I, I think my th- okay. How about this? Oh, this okay. This is a wild card, absolute wild card. I think it's going to be a debut that wins it all. I think it'll be a debut that wins it all, and I think it's going to be former NWA Power World Champion Nick Aldis. Oh, oh, whoa, Mister Personality, Mister Mickey James fucker, Mister Nick Aldis. I don't know. I don't know why. I I, I heard he didn't he leave NWA recently. I'm not even sure if he did leave NWA. See, this is what I like. I've, 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 I think I heard that somewhere. So I'm basing it solely on the fact that I kind of slightly, vaguely recall hearing this somewhere. I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't think there's gonna be a pop for Nick Aldis winning fucking the Royal Rumble. <laughs> I don't think there's gonna be a big one, but I think the people that like him like him a lot. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, that is a. He's got uh, a big build. He's 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 a prototypical McMahon dude. We got. The okay. Mc- fine. I'll change it. I'll change it. It's not gonna be Nick. Aldis. It's another debut, but it's a re-debut, and I'm gonna go woo woo woo. Now we're talking. Yeah, Matt Cardona is gonna come, and he's gonna be the person to eliminate Cody Rhodes. Oh. Eliminate. Yeah, he's gonna come back. They're gonna do a big thing. He's gonna help. He's gonna help Cody as Cody's looking down. And it's going to be like, yeah, we did it, Cody. Me and you, baby. And then there you go, Cody. You're over the fucking thing. Matt for the win. 
Big Matt Cardona comes back because Zack Ryder makes his triumphant return. Woo, woo, woo. You know it. You, you hear that noise, you'll hear it, and people will pop, and certain people will be like this, the fuck am I hearing? And then it's going to be great. I think uh, I'd like to see uh, any other surprises that you would like to see show up in the Rumble? Ooh. RVD, maybe? No, he's too old. He can still do it. I don't want to see him get hurt. I don't want you to diminish your legacy. I think we're in the era of we're going to start seeing people like uh, uh, Santino Morella if he wasn't involved with Impact. But that's the era I think we're going to start pulling our legacy picks from now. All right. All right. Good to know. So headbangers, the headbangers. So what you're telling me, um, yes. um, One second, please. Um, Please hold. Sorry, he knew that we were taping. He's like, he's doing his, he's doing something, and he needs me to get a letter from someone, and he's asked me twice, but like, he also knows that I'm doing the podcast right now. Fair enough. I know, enough, I know. Buddy. So he he didn't want to bother me, but he just sent me an email, which is the same thing. Um. Anyway, uh, girls, um, match maybe Beth Phoenix. She will definitely be in there. Because here's for the, yeah. the girls' matches, 30 wrestlers as well. They got Liv Morgan, Raquel yeah. Rodriguez, Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley, um, yeah. Candice LeRae, yeah. Shayna Brazler, uh, Baszler, uh-huh. Zelma Vega, and Emma. Um, that's it. So there's Alundra a lot. Blaze. She will be. She will definitely be in there. She was at the Legends playing poker the other day. That's what, that's what I'm saying. She still looked pretty good. Her, Trish Stratus. Her, Trish Stratus. Yep, yeah, probably. If she's not doing Canada's Got Talent. Yeah. Um. So I think. Uh, I think uh, Ronda Rousey might win. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck. Um. She's got a good chance. If Bianca Belair. Uh. I don't know who who has the titles. Maybe Sasha comes back, or how long is her well, new Japan contract? I don't know. Who knows? Um, who knows? You know, but the fact that she hasn't debuted in AEW makes me think she's going back to WWE. Could be, could be, could be, could be. Um, I'll tell you. Just who, saying, that's what it makes me think. So maybe, um, what's her name? Uh, Bianca Belair. She she's the, is she the champ right now? Yes. Okay, so Bianca Belair is the champ. Well, then uh, Becky Lynch will probably win the ti- Royal Rumble, maybe. So uh, that's just my my logical behind it, my logically thinking. Uh, or there's Charlotte is also the champ. So you know, I wouldn't mind seeing Shayna Brazler win. Uh, maybe there's going to be a new girl come in and win. Maybe somebody from NXT, like Shotzi Blackheart, could win. Um, you know, if- what about like? Yeah, I think you know, Rhea Ripley is a good shot. Rhea Ripley yeah. is a great shot. I, I would say Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. That's a match you want to see. Yeah, that'd be a great match. Rhea Ripley versus uh, fucking Bianca Belair would be a great match. Yeah, I I, I think Rhea good- Ripley will probably be the favorite to win. So. Yeah. Uh, I read this article earlier about Bianca Belair, which I really found funny. Did you know that her and Billy Kay 
uh, were pitched the idea that they, to be like kind of like a rock and sock connection type tag team. Who's Billy K? Oh, okay, Billy K. The Iconics. Yeah, the, the Iconics. Iconic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not Peyton Royce, the other one, yeah. Yeah, I liked Billy K. So did I. I thought, was, I thought she was hilarious. Yeah, when she was walking around with her resume at the last Royal Rumble. Was it last yeah, I thought Royal it was Rumble? Jokes. I don't know. It feels like it was the last one, but it might have been years ago now. Who knows? Um, I like Billy K. <laughs> I like the Iconics. Peyton yeah. Royce just had a baby. Yeah. Just had, had a baby. They said the baby came out. 10 pounds, 10 ounces, 10, 10, 10. Um, Gonna be a goddamn giant. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations to the Sean Spears and the Perfect 10 family they got there going on. Um, Did you you catch a hold of uh, Dynamite? You get any of that in you? I watched, uh, yeah, I watched the majority of Dynamite. uh, But I had to start, uh, I had to get to the show there and I missed. The ending of the emotional tribute match. Yes. Oh, by the way, Kevin Owens in the main event at Raw this week was wearing a Jay Briscoe band around his arm. Everybody's been wearing those big Jay Briscoe bands. Not in the WWE. Some have. A couple. (laughs) Those are the guys who have, like, worked indies. The rest of them are in-house development. That's what I mean. Kevin Owens was the most visible one because he had the most airtime. And uh, he had his, uh, you know, you know. I thought that was great. Um, of course, yeah. when you watch Dynamite, everybody was wearing them, um, yeah. and it was good to see. Uh, it's just a sad story because, yeah, man. you know, his uh, his daughter is still in the hospital, and yeah. uh, everybody just wants uh, his daughter to get out and be all right. And, uh, you know, so yeah. we got to watch the other Briscoe. Uh, I believe it's Mark, right? Jay and Mark Briscoe, I think. Yeah, and uh, and we got to see uh, him last night. I was just trying to think about how many Briscoe matches I've seen live, and I I said on this show, um, uh, my favorite match of the year was FTR versus the Briscoes that I saw at WrestleMania weekend at Ring of Honor SuperCard, um, and it was my favorite match of the year. Um. And then I'm trying to think of how many other times I've seen the Briscoes. And I, I know I saw them at GCW all that weekend. Uh, they were in a crazy War Games match. Uh, I've also seen them in Ring of Honor shows here in Toronto. One time, uh, I can't even remember who they wrestled, though. Okay, one time they wrestled Evil and Sonata. I remember that one. Another time I saw them wrestle... Fuck, I can't remember who because I've been to like a couple Ring of Honor World uh, War of the Worlds cards, and the Briscoes were always on those cards. So I did see them. So I think maybe in total I've seen them wrestle four times, which isn't a lot, um, really. Because, but you know, they when do they ever come up to Canada to wrestle? Like when you know, like they're not up here that yeah. often. So yeah. only four times I've seen them wrestle, but you know every time I have seen them wrestle, I was excited to see them wrestle, and you know they're like to me they they remind me a lot of uh, the sheep herders, like the the original bushwhackers. What the bushwhackers were like before they were like this vicious fucking tag team kind of wore combat yeah. gear and exactly. just came in and fucking cleaned house, and you didn't want to face them. They looked fucking crazy. Yep. You know, and then 
I thought, wouldn't it be funny if they ever got the bushwhacker deal where it's like, yeah, you guys don't have to be hardcore anymore. You guys can just come in, eat sardines, lick people's faces. Yeah, and just do be, funny, goofy shit. And just be goofy shit, and you're never going to put your body in the threat. In, in, in. It's just crazy, too, where guys that risk their bodies so much in the ring every night, and then they fucking, you know, get it in a car yeah. accident. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, That's 100%. Like, it's, it's fine when it happens to Dale Earnhardt. Fuck, it's about time. But, you know, like, you risk your life every night by getting in that fucking stock car. You're crazy, crazy and relentless. You're the intimidator. But one thing that can't be intimidated in fucking NASCAR racing, and that's the brick wall, you know. Fair and intimidated wall. Yeah. The wall is undefeated. <laughs> currently, yeah, currently undefeated. Yeah, currently undefeated. Um, <laughs> we don't only, know who will take the crown. But. The only wall that's lost is Berlin's. Not a good wall. Very good for many years. easy, though. David Hasselhoff took that fucker down. Just I, saying, I, if the Hoff can take you down, you're not that sturdy. The Hoff said, enough is enough. It's Hoff for a time for a change. No. Um, so, well, look at these tag. Now, who do you think was the number one tag team of the year, according to PWI? FTR. And the answer is... The Usos are the number one team. How? They've How? held their titles, both titles, in WWE the entire year. That's how. Now go ahead and tell me. Go ahead and tell me how many tag team championship belts for how many different promotions have FDR held this year? Hey, I'm not gonna for the whole year. Listen, I'm just saying that's some that's some bullshit. That's some some bullshit. They have uh, held. Why? They this have held. How all... many matches did the Usos fight this year? Um, I'm sure many, 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 many. Not as much as my boys. So you think you think the um you think the uh you think the number one team uh, should uh, have been FTR? Yes. yes. Well, I'll tell you what. FTR are the number two team. Yeah, it should be the number one team. The Uso should be the number three team. Who should be number two? The Lucha Brothers, because I love them. The number three team is Jack and Mark Briscoe. Before. Before they knew what was going to happen. The Briscoes have had a hell of a year beating FTR, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, Get them straps. So, uh, yeah, the Briscoes are number three. Number four. uh, Oh, you're not going to like this one. Or maybe you are going to like this one. Number four, tag team of the year, Death Triangle, Phoenix, okay, Pentagon, really a, and Pac. But it's not really a tag team. It's a trios. They're still a tag team. Yeah, I guess. But, yeah, I like that. But, like, you know, they're trios. Come on now. Oh, you, you don't you don't leave Pac out. Uh, the number That's five the team, uh, FWC from Japan, uh, Stardom. Uh, they're uh, two... Uh, Two um, fantastic wrestling ladies. FWC. No. Uh, number six, we got RK Bro. Okay. They had uh, a pretty good early part of the year, but that's all they were together for until they one got injured real bad. Number uh, seven, uh, the yeah. OC, Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. Going this back to Japan. Yeah, the list is getting worse now. 
Number eight. Yeah. It's everybody's favorite. Matt and Nikki Jackson. The so, wait, 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 wait. PWI has the OC above the Young Bucks. Yeah. Get fucked. Well, you know. Get fucked. Look at I'm just going to say. How are the Young Bucks separate from Kenny Omega and the Elite right now? How are you? How's the Death Triangle together as a trios, but not the current AEW trios champs, the Elite? What are we talking about? Who wrote this fakakta list? Casey, we need to go to PWI, me and you, and start dishing out super kicks to these jabronis right. so that here's, we get to write the next list. Here's the OC, what they did this year. They went back to WWE after a successful stint in Impact. That included two additional tag title reigns. They beat the how Briscoes long, how, at Slammiversary. How long were each reign? They just shut up. Not a full year. <laughs> they they beat the Briscoes at Slammiversary. Big oh, win wow. there. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> well, yeah, winning the straps. <laughs> they defeated Alpha Academy. Wow. Uh, sheesh. <laughs> um, back in the WWE. And, um, you know, and then they uh, returned as members of Bullet Club, uh, where uh, at press time, Anderson uh, got the never open weight championship. And uh, they've held the, uh, the pro belts for Laratio uh, since September 2020, it says. The good uh, Young Bucks, I don't think, wrestled a whole lot this year. Um, well, they got the suspension, but yeah. they also held the trios titles. They held, I believe, tag team gold before they, uh, before they were thrown out. They had, you know, they had a bunch of stuff. Like I would argue they had a better year, although sure. They didn't land. They didn't do two promotions. They did a lot. I don't know. You're not gonna like a lot of these. You know, they have, uh, who's, who's next? Let's well, go to some, 10. some of the things, some of the things, oh, 10. So number nine, ten. nine is the Hex, NWA's first okay. woman tag team champions in nearly four no decades. No uh, number bad. ten, Violence is Forever. That is, um, uh, I don't know where they're from. Uh, Aussie Open is 11. Uh, 13, Street Profits. Uh, toxic, toxic Attraction is 14. I think what needs to happen with like the Street Profits is Montez Ford needs to do a Shawn Michaels on poor Marty Jannetty, Andre Dawson. And Eventually Montez that Ford is, yeah, he's the star of the two. I mean, look at them. Maybe that he's happens. The star of the maybe two. that happens. Maybe that happens in the Rumble. Maybe it starts in the Rumble. I think so. It might. If this turn's got to start, maybe we make Montez. And Bianca go a little bit edgy together, like Shawn Michaels and Sensational Sherry. Well, no, I see. I don't even think that's a good idea because like you keep them both bad. Because um, uh, Bianca Belair is no one's second fiddle. I'm not saying second fiddle, but like you partner them together as the sexy couple, so they become the sexy boy and. Sexy oh, you girl. mean like Britt Baker and Adam Cole? Just like it, but better because they're more athletic and they're fucking bigger. Um, they're, uh, the acclaimed, the acclaimed, uh, they're, th th this magazine is trying to tell me that the acclaimed 
is better, is not as good as Naomi and Sasha Banks. Let's put them in a match. Let's put them <laughs> in a match. Let's put Naomi and Sasha against the acclaimed. But again, it's like weird because it's like, you know, talk about people that didn't work together much in a year. It's like they worked together for like two months. And how high are they up on the list? Look at who do you want to scissor? Naomi or Sasha or the acclaimed? Oh, listen, I'd scissor the fuck out of uh, Anthony Bowen's baby. Yeah, yeah. Swerve in our glory in number 18. Um, okay. Let's get to the very end and see who's at the very yeah. end of this. Let's let's check out the bottom of this list. All right. Oh boy. I don't know of any of these teams, so I'm gonna go till okay. Number ninety five is the first team that I know that this, that's this low. Uh, the Bollywood Boys, and you re- you might remember the Bollywood Boys. They used they just to be. AEW. Well, they used to be in WWE with uh, with. Um, What's his name? The champ. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was his, the champ's name? Ginger Mahal. Ginger Mahal. And remember Randy Orton took both of these fuckers and just tossed them into the air without regard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Randy Orton's a big guy. Um, he real small. The, there's so many teams. I did these 100 tag teams. Like, uh, yeah. That's a lot of It's so funny because the Street Profits are like 13. But Private Party, which is the AEW Street Profits, uh, they're 82. Um, they, they didn't work a lot on TV this year. They've been caught up in that stupid fucking Hardy family, Andrade family, Roosh family office bullshit. Mm-hmm. The Dark Order, number 70. Very yeah. interesting. But like, um, what iteration of the Dark Order is it? Whatever one you want. Um <laughs> <laughs> There is a, oh, there's a tag team called 5150. Oh, I like that. Psychiatric cold. They're both crazy. In so case crazy you don't know, psychiatric hold. 5150 was the last Van Halen that I listened to, which was about uh, an hour ago. Because today, nice. while we record this, January 26th, this should be out on the Friday, 27th. So yesterday was Edward Van Halen's birthday. He would have been 68 years old. And uh, we miss him every day here in this house. So I will say that right now. So today is just been a what? There's another Twin Towers. And I'm not talking about New York. I'm talking about Bossman and Akeem. No, oh, who are these? Geez. Who are these peoples? Oh, my God. It's a, it's a Japanese Twin Towers. Oh. Yeah, don't like that at all. Don't like that at all. There's Jeez. only there's only two twin towers. We know them. We love them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Um, yeah. So there's just a lot of like like a lot of teams I've not heard of. Exactly. Like after the top twenty, it's like oh, Alpha Academy's thirty two. Is Tabernacle the team? Tabern- Where is TBT? That yeah, are they on it? They should be. They fucking should be. Tabernacle team is great. New day, new day is thirty three. Um, they got a lot of Spanish teams. I don't see a lot of French teams. You know, like where where is two point oh? Where are they? Bullshit. Where is two point oh? One of the best tag teams going anti French list. Yeah, this this list might be anti French. 
Motor City machine guns are 51. Um, yeah. Well, don't know how much. Oh, best friends are 78. Um, yeah, this is crazy. I don't know. Well, again, I don't. Gorillas of Destiny, the other bloodline. Would like to see them make it or somehow come into this whole situation. Wouldn't that be great if New Japan could work with WWE and all of a sudden Haku's kids show up together, go up against Rikishi's kids? We're talking fucking crazy box office. Uh, Haku's kids are stronger. Um, it would be great if what's his name accidentally won the guy with the taped thumb, Umanga's kid, or or no, Rikishi's kid. What's his name? So, Soda? Solo Sokoa. Uh, Solo Sodas. Um, Solo Sokola. Sola Pepsi Cola. <laughs> Sola. I have one Solo Cola, please. Uh, Solo I think Solo Cola, him winning, like him and Sammy being the last two guys, and then Sammy just lets him win. Because he doesn't want to win Roman, be finish Roman Reigns, but then uh, Solo Sicola, he uh, Pensacola, Florida, he goes. Then he, then fucking he's like, Sammy, I was trying to throw out set. You were trying to win. Sammy volunteered and just left you in there, so you won. Yeah. You should have did that. You so now, but or even if Sammy did win, I could like you know he's probably he doesn't have to go for the world title. He can pick any title. To go after. He's got to go for the world title. Of course, he's got to go for the world title. Um, you win a Royal Rumble and go for a fucking mid-level strap. Just scrap the whole pay-per-view. Well, unless he's proving the fact that he's completely loyal to the bloodline. So... Get fucked! <laughs> no, you can't do that. You have to. You have to move the story forward. That's the point. That's where you pick the direction to move it forever. All right. All right. All right. All right. All, I'm, all right. All right. Imagine, though. Imagine. Imagine. Sami Zayn. Roman Reigns. My God. I, what a, what a step up in WrestleMania matches from Johnny Knoxville to Roman Reigns in one year. I know. In, yeah, that's because he's so fucking good. Because Kevin he's Owens so could easily have that main event spot, too. Like. Good. Didn't Kevin Owens wrestle Roman at a at a WrestleMania like the one in Tampa Bay, where that was like not for the people? I think so. Like it was the the one without the people. You know what I mean? And the empty the em- empty boy. Yes, and and remember he tied Roman Reigns and he almost beat him. Like, of course I would love Brock Lesnar to come back because you know what I love Brock Lesnar. I do. <laughs> And last year, yeah, Rock. I don't like him fucking with uh, poor Bobby Lashley. Oh, poor Bobby Lashley. Whatever. I like Bobby Lashley. So do I. I like Bobby Lashley, but you know so what? Why did you just say that mean thing about Bobby Lashley? Because every now and again, he deserves to be knocked off his pedestal. And he has a pedestal. He's the only one that comes with a pedestal. The Almighty. Don't, don't, also, forget, don't also forget Austin Theory, also in the Rumble. Everybody's oh. favorite Austin. Austin Ugh. theory, that's my Ugh. theory that he's everybody's favorite Austin. Is that what do you, you think about that? I hate Austin theory because you like even Stone Cold his, Steve no, Austin, even with his beard. No, because I like Austin Texas more. I like Austin Matthews more. I like Stone Cold Steve Austin more. I thought you were gonna I say like, I like 
Austin city limits more. <laughs> I was good. I like uh, Austin, uh, Steve Austin, the stunning, uh, stunning Steve Austin. I like Colonel Steve Austin from the $6 million man. Yeah. I, I like all of these Austins way more than I, I like this kid named Austin that lives down the street more than I like this Austin theory. All right. Well, there we have it. Uh, clearly, <laughs> uh, Reese has a problem with uh, names like Austin. But I'll tell you this. Just hate that kid. Just I bet him. you Austin would like to take Reese and take him and put him into pieces. because Probably. Because Austin's a bum-ass bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> it sounds like these two are going to meet up at the chocolate bar and have some words. We're, we're gonna fucking we're gonna split a Twix and see who wins. You know what I mean? Uh, you don't split <laughs> Twixes. They are already split. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, the thing about Twixes is there are two of them in every package, but they don't identify as um as either. They are just one Twix, and uh, exactly. that's a beautiful thing. Um, so Royal Rumble this weekend. Uh, yeah. I will be watching it. I am in, uh, I am in uh, a small town. I, I believe it's called Acton, maybe or Ooh. I don't know where I. I'm in a theater somewhere in Acton, I think Ontario. So when we get back, we will have it recorded and we will watch it when we get home, and we will be excited about it. Um, yeah. So Royal Rumble, Raw is good. I, I won't be, oh, I guess I can watch uh, SmackDown, the final SmackDown going into the Rumble. That's it, the go-home SmackDown. I, I wish the Rumble, to be honest. I wish it was on Sunday. I liked it on Sunday. I miss Sunday, pay, I miss Sunday pay-per-views. Saturday A pay-per-views lot. aren't helping anyone. Greek Town moving to Saturday isn't helping anyone. You see Greek Town's bringing in Homicide? So. Yeah. 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 I yeah. should go check out a Greek town show soon. I was um looking through wrestling pictures uh that I have in my Dropbox and on cards yeah. and stuff like that. Looking for pictures of the Briscoes. I found one picture of the Briscoes that'll nice. probably be our picture for tomorrow. Um but uh I found some old pictures of impact tapings before AEW. And yeah. uh, there's one match, uh, uh, Ortez and Santana, who were yeah. in the, who we all know from AEW, and they're wrestling um, a very young Channing Decker and Trent Gibson, who were the oh. Alpha Club, or the, what were they called, the Fraternity Brothers or something like that? Something like that, yeah, yeah something like that. But also, like, at this Impact taping, Eli Surge was there, who was LA Knight, uh, you had... Uh, Tessa Blanchard over two nights taking on the Bunny, and uh, taking on Rebel from DMD. DMD. Uh, so, so it's uh, that's crazy. Um, Homicide is there because Homicide and uh, the other guy who was the other tag team partner, they dropped the titles to Santana and Ortiz because it was the original LAX. And then the new LAX, which went on to be in Jericho's group. But also, Eddie Kingston was there. And I didn't even know who Eddie Kingston was back then. I got a picture of him two feet from me. Uh, So it's Brian Cage was on the show. Uh, Johnny Morrison was on the show. Like I was like, fuck, this show was stacked. 
you know, yeah. with uh, with just great who's talent. Who? Yeah. What's that? Yeah, it was it was, uh, it was crazy. So, anyways, yeah. I gotta go through uh, some more pitchers and try to find some more Briscoe pitchers. I do think I do have a few more, um, but uh, yeah. So, what's going on with Reese? Where can we find you? Tell the people what's going on. Oh man, I got uh, this weekend. You can find me uh, at home. I'll be at home watching the Royal Rumble. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna be texting Casey all the spoilers. It's gonna be fantastic. Uh, <laughs> hey, um, uh, let me stop you there for a second. What's your favorite Royal Rumble of all time? Do you have one? Uh, my favorite Royal Rumble of all time is the one where uh, Ric Flair won. I just watched it last night. And yeah. uh, and I honestly think that what makes that Royal Rumble so good is not only do you get to watch Ric Flair wrestle uh, many so wrestlers long. that he's never seen in that match, yeah. but then many ghosts from his past. Like when he... When Kerry yeah. Von Erich gets in the ring and goes right for Ric Flair, if you know that history, you're excited That's to great. see that happen. When yeah. Rick Martel gets in, or any of these guys that have history, Piper or any of them, the history that comes in. But what is best about that rumble is Bobby Heenan's commentary. Steals yeah, the show. Because he makes yeah. that entire rumble all about Ric Flair. It's not yeah. fair to Flair. It's not yeah. fair to Flair, and it's so entertaining. Not a there I mean, hasn't been a rumble great. since where you remember the commentary, the way you remember, and that's just how great Bobby Heenan was. Yeah, Bobby Heenan stole the show. He did steal the show. He was the best thing about that rumble. Uh, next to that, the rumble where Cena came back at the Madison Square Garden. I think maybe it was two thousand or something like that. That was a great rumble uh, as well. And then the year that they did the the men's one and the women's one in uh, outdoors, I think it was down in Arizona or something like that. Fucking great rumble. Uh, both of them were great, especially the girl one because it had the past, the present, and the future. And uh, yeah, just fantastic. So, folks, um, behalf of Reese and myself, um, yeah. Uh, you can catch us, uh, you know, uh, 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 we're on the road. Go to our Instagrams. You'll see where we are. Uh, yeah. Lots of shows coming up. Lots of shows coming up. And uh, just make sure to check out our Instagram and check out where we are, uh, Facebook and uh, all sorts of stuff, of course, on Talking Wrestling. Uh, yeah, for Reese, myself, thank you for letting us put a uh, headlock on your ears for a little bit. And uh, thank you for Never Sleeps Network for always doing a great job. The big Ross man sitting in and uh, getting the job done. We appreciate him and everybody at Never Sleeps Network. On behalf of Reese, Never Sleeps Network, yeah. myself, uh, thanks for letting us uh, talk at you. And uh, we'll talk at you uh, um, soon. Soon. Yeah, that's the answer. Soon. All right. Enjoy the Royal Rumble. Enjoy yourselves. Stay safe. Peace. Never sleeps network.
This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Thank you.